Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is June 4th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. This is a, a delightful late recording. I, I really enjoyed tonight. The, the commercial-free coverage of the Women's Open, the commercial-free is just such an amazing thing. It is. It's fantastic. I. It's not replicable very often or sustainable no. but it makes the walker cup these amateur the u.s women's open some of these things just fantastic watches i gotta say like i kind of i kind of i did it took me a while i made i took a few shots when it first started i kind of come around on the peacock coverage kind mm-hmm. of really like the peacock like obviously that's always ad free about you know i think that's always the rolex ad free so that helps I don't know. The picture quality seems better for me. Uh, Maybe it's all, it's all on the, the wires, wires, huh? Yeah. So I don't want to be too complimentary of Comcast because Comcast is sending those shitty wires into the digital cable <laughs> box. So I don't know what's happening. It works well. It streams well. Uh, I've really come around on Peacock. And hey, if you got to pay off these other like these PJ Tour contracts, the dartboard, TPC, this, that, and the other, this week it's Memorial. I don't know what it was during Walker Cup. I forget. But, like, I don't know. It's fine. Peacock's great for me. I think I get it free because I'm a Comcast subscriber. But uh, I, I was, I've come around on that. The f- commercial free is fantastic. If uh, I don't know how what the economics would be on the backside, but what would you pay on an annual basis to get golf without commercials? Oh. Okay. I would suspect there's not enough people out there that, that would pay whatever I would. Whether it's I'm just, I'm just curious. This is I just this is a thought experiment because this is I started doing this in my head while I was while I was the watching. This. I mean, I got some content out of the latest PXG ad today, as I often do. <laughs> this woman's staring out of her through her blinds. There's a koala in a tree. Uh, that makes sense for golf clubs, but I would pay like. I don't know, 10, 15 bucks for the year? For the year? Know. That's it? That's it? Yeah. That's I'll all pay you more pay. if you tell you me. You watch it every weekend and you would pay 10 or 15? I thought you were going to say a month. And you say a year? That's well, absolutely banana land. I'm not saying... I'm saying I, like where you feasibly think this, I guess, where you feasibly I, think it could work. Oh, okay. For me, like, would you pay a hundred bucks a year? Yes, I would. I would. I'm suggesting. Like, granted, I I watch more golf than ninety-nine percent of people. You know, I'm forced to watch golf, and I'm forced to watch all the commercials all the time. But you know, and I know they're a necessary beast. I'm just trying to think about how how we 
can circumvent these commercials in some way because it was so delightful today without him. I was suggesting 10 to 15 might be like some sort of sweet what, spot. What, is it going to get you out of... Get you out get of one enough, tournament? I feel no, like that might be the people, one tournament though. cost. Get enough people, not me. Really? I have no idea. That's probably true. You don't think there's, you know, two million people a shell out fifteen bucks? I don't know. I don't know. Is there ten I, like, million people? There's so there's what two hundred thousand? Uh, you know, ratings. Alleged. Alleged. Uh, we are PGA so we are way alive. out of our depth on this. Live no, wait, what, what? What? Subtract like two zeros from that man. <laughs> two hundred PJ. That is. I don't know who fed you that. You're contending we, there's two thousand. Uh, t- Twenty. Subtract one. Fine. A lot of. Not. There's more than two thousand. Those. Those. Those numbers are guarded like state secrets. Though we've gotten some hints at a few from folks on the inside they they don't that's one thing they don't talk want to talk about but uh yeah so that however many that is that pay you know nine bucks a month and or 65 for the year yeah not sustainable for an ad free you know season of golf but rolex i don't know what or where or what i mean good on them for providing this but i love someone it someone wants Someone once told us that in television that the reason they have this is like because they can't sell the ads at like a rate that they like want or command. Like that's a bad sign when they do these commercial free events. I don't know. I, all events. I'm gonna say to Rolex, if you're listening, Rolex, I have I have so much brand affinity for you. While I cannot afford one of your watches. I love you. I love you. And you, oh, God. if I ever can afford one of your watches, you will be this my choice pathetic. rather than the Rory Omega because you provide these commercial free. It, it keeps my sanity at a certain level. Not having, like, it, it made it so much easier to follow today. Yeah. You just get a lot more. You get to see a lot more. I think, you know, they, they try to do... You know, with all these USG events, I think they try to show everybody in the field. That's like an old Tommy Roy tradition where everybody needs to be shown at least once, which kind of can lead to some interesting sort of digressions on these first two days. I don't know if they're doing that with the Women's Open with Beth Hutter, but uh, that'd be cool. But yeah, it it was a great product. Great night. Uh, We are late. We're a little loopy, if if you can't tell. It's like 1130 Eastern because we wanted to wait until it it wrapped up on Golf Channel. Mega Ghani is your U.S. Women's Open leader. The amateur. The 17-year-old. With Co-leader. Meg Mel Reed. Mel Reed. Yeah, she just, bogeyed the last. You're right. There's, she's, yes, you're right. Speaking Co-leader of Luffy, right, on, right on, on cue. I forgot she bogeyed at the end. Um, by the way, our Ion Olympic, we're picking that up again tonight with an awesome, awesome, awesome backstory of, of someone that's lurking in the top 10 or so. Hey, but how about, how about, our, how how about how, our hit rate? Three for three. Yuka. Shen Shen Fen and Mel Reed. All Mel Reed co-leads. And you They're got, all in the top six. Six. Unbelievable. I mean, we're kind of just I mean, they're not pulling nobody's out of a hat. Like these are people we you know think have These good were people we were and, generally curious about. But yes. Unbelievable. And then Angel Yin, who's all up in your video, a great video. I, I had no part in it, so I can freely recommend it. Uh listener about the 
Just go watch it. The cambers and how they're going to play Olympic. This it's, it's some great visuals of uh, drone videos and things like that. Uh, with Angel Yin, her commentary on the course. She's T3. So it's just uh, a lot of good stuff happening for people we've been talking about and, and two around here. Good stuff. Not, not to break the subject. You know, I, I want to go back to this, but I I just figured out how to adjust my uh, my desk chair armrests. I wonder what you're doing over there. Yes, it's just, I found the buttons. The buttons were hidden. They're like, it, and now I can adjust it. It's really revolutionary. But, um... But anyways, back to this. Revelatory, I think. Revolutionary. Re- Everybody's chairs, armrests. Many of them jump up and down. You know, you can adjust those guys. Not revolutionary. So. What were your big right. takeaways from day one? No commercials. <laughs> um, I don't know. I Big takeaway is how... Like, you can't get your hopes up here. It was a big one for me. It's like... Just like putting the cart before the horse, because you are just gone. You can buy, you can go from T3 to T55 in 10 minutes. That was a yeah. big takeaway for me. Like, it was like the Paula Creamer thing was like real great. And oh, she's going to do it. Like, obviously, it's Thursday, but I, I mean, keep this in mind for Sunday as well. Like, it's just like you can really get blown out to sea quickly here. Even like Lydia in the middle of the back nine, Lydia Ko yeah. in the middle of the back nine, it looks like she's just kind of like humming along. It's, yeah. it, I agree with that. That was one of my big takeaways is just, and I think, no, you know, this is kind of true with almost every U.S. Open v- venue sure. uh, or sure. U- U.S. Women's, maybe not so much last year's at Champions um, because of the weather and, you know, the course design down there. But like the, there, there are, some and it and it's not water hazard indu- induced right. car crash. Like it's like, hey, I hit it in a bad spot, then I hit it in a worse spot, and then I have this impossible chip. I chip on it, I three putt. You know, it's like <laughs> that. It's a it's a way different pain. It's you know when yes. you make these big numbers and you don't incur a penalty, that's like the yeah. most demoralizing thing in golf is when you realize like, oh, it wasn't because I hit a ball out of bounds. It was because I just. Didn't hit a good shot in seven shots. It also seems harder to like kind of get it back on track here too. Like you can compound like the double or triple real quick with just another bogey, basically more <laughs> standard fair bogey. The next hole, I felt like I saw that happening a lot because you're obviously kind of a little dizzied and, and stunned coming off these these. Sub- yeah, I love how it's not water. That was the best part. It was like. You missed the wrong side of the green. You're in some shit, and it's a small green already. And maybe you're gonna try to get cute, and you don't get it on. Uh, and then on the next one, you just send it, you know, thirty feet past. And like that's what I enjoyed about it. It just that was a big takeaway. Be careful that don't get your hopes up. You know, just be cautiously optimistic if you're rooting on a specific name and they're making a, a charge or hanging around. So, what were some of your takeaways? Uh, one thing I, I really liked, and it was illustrated perfectly, I think it was on the 14th hole with Brooke Henderson's uh, approach shot. Just, yeah. you know, she's on like this downslope hitting to an, a green that's, you know, 30, 40 feet above her with a wedge in her hand. And, you know, the announcers nailed it. They were talking about how challenging of a shot this is and how impossible it is to hit it far enough because she's got a side hill, downhill lie with a wedge hitting to this uphill green. And I think that illustrated just 
you know, the difficulty, you know, this is this is somebody that had it humming along that's, you know, near the top of the lead. And the, just the sheer difficulty of some of these shots. This is a wedge from the fairway. And it's like, you know, a great shot hits the green, you know. And I think that's something that's really neat about the Olympic Club in general is the, you know, it, it's on the side of a mountain. It's not the most enjoyable place to play because it's on the side of the mountain. It makes it hard to walk, but it also leads to really, really difficult golf shots. And um, so this is an obvious one, but it was so emphatically, um, emph- came across so emphatically today. Like We've said this before, like the course and venue elevates the entire championship, the entire experience. And, you know, Olympic has its quibbles. I think you went so far as to say it's the worst bunkers you've ever seen. Like there, there are some minor things like it's not flawless, but I'm just talking mostly about hearing the women talk about it. Like there is a certain sort of reverence, excitement, gratitude. Uh, enthusiasm for being on this course, being on this championship course. I, Marina Alex, I think, said it's the hardest course she's ever played. Nine years on tour, I believe, is what she said. Um, there's just it, it adds something to the championship, both for the player, the viewer, and I think that's kind of what they're going for with this, trying to elevate the championship even further by going to some of these more blue blood or or uh, historic places that we have a history, uh, you know, we have a familiarity with, like Pebble Beach, in a couple of years. Um, it just, it's a, this is a very subjective thing. It's not, it's intangible. It feels bigger. It feels bigger than champions last December. That might've been because it was also December. It just feels bigger to me. And a lot of that's based on what I hear from the players. Well, yeah, I think we talk about this a lot is that a, a, there could be a great championship at any golf course, but it's extraordinarily more likely to have a great golf, a great championship when it's held at a great golf course. You know, it it raises the floor of your championship so much. And and I think the thing that you hit on too is like the gratitude. Yeah. Like it, this is a huge event, and it it should be held at these places. I I think, yeah. you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Olympic, but it's a great champion like it's it's a storied championship golf course and there's a real reason why it it, it is you know a, a championship golf course it's like it, it tests everything um yeah. in your game and in i think you know when you look ahead uh obviously with pebble beach on the horizon they got aaron hills on the on the docket too pine needles is one that i think is like right up the alley like with you know it's hosted a lot of them in the past but i i think that's like a really cool course because the greens are really neat um you know there's some good topography out there that'll be a fun one i think um when you look ahead i think the the future of these is really really uh promising what did you think about marina alex's statement that it is so hard that strategically it's it's somewhat easy like there's not a lot like you it's sort of like hits on your honda classic theory with tiger like I can't like some t- not necessarily that you play better, but like there's not it's I don't want to put words in her mouth. It seems like she was saying there weren't a lot of options to think through. It's like I got to hit to here and I got to hit it to here. And that's different from saying like it doesn't require you to hit all the shots. So that can be a separate yeah. deal. Right. But like in terms of strategically thinking, it's like 
I, it's simple. Like I, I, I kind of, I don't have to think through a ton of different options. It's very hard, but I got to do it. And if you don't, you're in trouble, and you got to figure out how to get your way out of it. Well, I think, I think there's, you know, I think you hit on like there's two things that are true this week. Like there's going to be a lot of shot making made, and and the shot making is not going to come from different options being presented to players it's just that there's a lot of like you have to hit it here and then you have to hit this shot here i think that goes to you know the whole narrow fairways thick rough the epidemic that plagues the american golf uh world like it's just and especially the usga they they love their thick rough and narrow fairways which i just frankly don't understand at all um It's just a better game when you can play like the 18th hole, which everybody I, I love how everybody went nuts over a photo of the 18th hole. Like the thin ribbon of fairway they saw was the approach to the green. It's like twice as wide down at the bottom. Everybody, you know, like from the T, you see the green, the approach to the green. And, and so people are taking pictures out at like their ball, their tee shot and people are like freaking out. Is that no, it's saying? from the tee. So the tee, you tee off on top of a ridge. You, the tee, yeah. the the hole goes into the canyon, which is blind. Yeah. And then it comes back up to the ridge that the green's at. So what you see is like the last 30 yards of oh, fairway. That's an approach like into the green. That's that very narrow. Off. Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah. the fairways, like it's still not wide, but it's double I mean, the at least double the size, and it's like it's just like a perfect sort of it, like image though. People, I can see why people are getting carried away. It's like this comical strip, but okay. Well, it's like I my mom came over and she's like, "Is that really that narrow? I saw that picture <laughs> on social media. Is it that narrow?" I'm like, "No, it's like twice as wide." <laughs> like, um. But yeah. um, I think like, you know, that's like a perfect example of a hole that would be so much better wider. Like if you just look at 18, like you all of a sudden have like different options in terms of like if the pin's on the right and the back right, you could play up the left. And, you know, especially with the women, how straight they hit it. They all like, I mean, Shen Shen Fang hit 13 to 14 fairways today and cried. I did not think that was possible. At, at Olympic Club, I I, I just don't just, I can't believe she hit thirteen. That has to be one of the greatest driving rounds of all time in the history of golf. Just because of the slopes on them, right? So, several the sl- of them. and they're like, twenty you- yards wide. They're so narrow. <laughs> like some of the fairways effectively play like ten yards wide because of the slope. She hit thirteen sure. to fourteen. Sure. Um. Any other course things you want to get out before we could transition to a little more player specific stuff? I mean, you were happy. It sounds like they moved th- tees up. They took the rough down a little bit. Michelle, we was saying, um, still very tough. There was a sixty-seven out there, you know. So I think they're going to ratchet it up uh, a little bit. Yeah, I think I yeah. think you'll see the the course ratchet up over the weekend. Um, and I think it will get a lot tougher. Uh, I think the big thing's getting getting people around, like I, like always. That was another yeah. That was another thing. I mean, we were pushing early early part oh, of the day. It God. was five and a half. I think getting close to five and a half. You know, they got threes and they got 156 women to get through. You know, longest days of the year and all that. But yeah, it's 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 brutal. Uh, Megagane, we've already gone into Mel Reed. Right, we did the Ion Olympic. I don't know when that was. It was sometime in the last month. I want to say, like May 11th. I don't know. Throwing that out there, but go look up background. It's a 10 minute primer on Mel Reed, your co-leader, Megagane, 17 year old amateur. 
I found it interesting after the round. She talked about, so she qualified when, uh, I think at Charleston a couple years ago. She talked about how she was so nervous she couldn't mark her ball. But to, this week she was talking about like, you know, I don't get angry about a bogey. I don't get like, I don't have a ton of anxiety. Like, it's kind of already the greatest week ever just because I'm here. I don't know. That gave me sort of a recall on the Brittany Lane, Morgan Prussell quotes from our Birdie Kim spotlight from last weekend about like somehow they, sometimes the amateurs just like, like they're a little more fearless. There, there's less like to use, you know, the patty analogy, the patty point, there's less uh, sort of scar tissue, right? There's a little more mm-hmm. innocence. Lane and Prussell were like, they're just much more fearless. They don't get psyched out as much. Maybe like, oh, these greens are so hard. These fairways are so narrow. This is impossible. This rough is so thick. Like, I'm 17. I'm just going to go play. And if I play well, I can maybe shoot a 67. If I don't play well, I might shoot like an 81. And you know what? It's still the greatest week ever. And every now and then, they pull off the 67. So like, there yeah. is that sort of innocence. Lucy Lee uh, came on the latest edition of the Fried Egg Stories that Garrett just put up tonight. Um and she talked about how when she was 11, she was like sitting in the Pinehurst uh, clubhouse watching yeah. her like on Sports Center all the time. They were like cutting in from the NBA game. And she was Gosh. like laughing and she like had just no clue yeah. about like, yeah. you know, what was going on. Like she's, she like now says like, yeah, like I didn't really understand how big of a deal it was. I thought I was just annoyed that they were interrupting the basketball game. <laughs> that's hilarious that's great so god i mean she's not 11 she's a she's been baptized in the fires of the drive chip and putt yeah three <laughs> times four she times pl- she four, played it she played it what the year she qualified for the u.s women's open <laughs> oh god as a 15 year old uh played anwa this year going to stanford like not this next year she's a 2022 i think high school graduate but you know Certainly talented, been on the scene for a little bit, not 11. Uh, she's, I don't know if it's stunning to see her co-leading. I guess it'd probably be stunning to see her co-leading with nine holes to play on Sunday night. But uh, it's a great story that we will continue to follow. Any other players jump off the page to you? Um, Yuka, kind of lurking well, there at two under. Go ahead. And yeah, her, I, I, think I think it's her second, right? I th- Obviously, she played really well um, at the last year's U.S. Women's Open. Champions. Yeah, yep. and then, you know, with that, too, like, Megan Kang played really well at last year's U.S. Women's Open, so that's another one. Like, you know, is there, you know, we have, like, different players in men's golf that, you know, fit different buckets, and obviously this would be a great example of, of you know, just general good play, um, you know, a U.S. Open-style player, right? Yep, yep. Any anything disappoint you, upset you, bother you from play? I, I think slow play would probably be slow play can ruin your day. That's what they say. Bigger one, yeah, yeah. Talk about that with NCAA's. I mean, congrats to Pepperheim, but I don't know. I I don't want to. I don't want to rain on their parade. They were slow, and they God, that coach is jamming them. Three holes behind. All right. Uh, anything else? Move on. Memorial. We're going to have a Megan Kane eye on Olympic coming up here. That is absolute doozy. An insane, incredible backstory. And she's now what? T six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on to Memorial. Colin Morikawa is your early leader. Six under 66. 
Talks about how this all fits his eye. He can hit his cut and hit seven, eight, and nine irons. So Jack, you know, Jack tearing things up. And he's like, you know, this course really fits my eye. And I barely, I just hit seven, eight, and nine <laughs> irons. And obviously he's very good at that, hitting those clubs. It was, it's soft. It got drenched today. We'll see if all this precision air, is that like a new term they're using because to, 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 it's not branded? Is it a new kind of? Okay. No, it's a new, it's a new um, technology. Yeah, it, it 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 allows. I believe it allows you to okay. uh, heat okay. and cool. Okay. So, you know, it it, it keeps you dry, and then well, eh, then there's hydronics. Yeah, I I don't know the ins and outs of all these things. I know they just, I know it just costs a lot of money to install, like so millions of dollars to a, install. A series of false starts. They're putting them back out. Then another cell moves in. Then they put them back on the range. Then another cell moves in. Then the afternoon wave plays two holes, and they take them off. Morikawa earliest. You know, earliest wave got got finished. Mark Howe is leading. Um, Bohog, the syllable man, uh, and OSU product, plays Muirfield. I don't know if he's a Muirfield member now or was, but he plays all the time. He shot a 68. Good to see him in contention. The X-Man, Xander, four under. I don't have any big reaction. The fairways are flooded. This is sort of, this is, you know, people say this is the memorial tradition but i don't know that that's necessarily the case uh, or hasn't been in the last several years but jt shot 69 i know you're very excited about that but yeah how about ricky ricky showing signs of life proof of life he just needed a little confidence builder from that uh well, special i don't exemption. know if you need a confidence builder he needed to be able to see did you see about this those those oak leaves or whatever that. he's wearing he's wearing some shades I said, oh, here we go. The activation train is coming through to the station. <laughs> he, apparently, their prescription. He stumbled upon like he couldn't see. He's like, why don't we try prescription sunglasses? Yeah, now I can actually see the ball land. He said, like, in low light, early morning, late at night, like, he's fine up close, but from, like, 150 yards and out, he couldn't see, apparently. This is what these sunglasses are. Now... I don't know that that's fully explains away everything, the tumble, the 115th in the world and all that. But uh, I thought that was an interesting revelation. He's like, I'm just kind of waiting, pushing it until I, I, I'm not at a point where I need LASIK, but someday I probably will. So how about that? It's just wild to me when these kinds of things happen in sports. Like how long does it go without you saying like, hey, you know, I can't see the ball land and that's not right. normal. Like, how did we get here? I mean, the guy hits a million golf balls a week. I, I, yeah. don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's like caddying. Like, you know, you go, you have like a month or so where you're really struggling to see the ball. You kind of got to get figure something out. It's part of the job. I don't know. Um, it's an essential part of the yeah, job. It's a very essential part of the job. All right, other news from Memorial, which we should hit on Jason Day WD this morning, Thursday morning, has a back issue. Did not say if he's WD. He's in the field for the Columbus sectional. Um, so apparently he's bailed on the NetJets outing, which you know was a big sort of source of, I don't know, agitation. I think among NetJets as well. Uh, and obviously, I, I don't media. think they were happy. That's not, you know, that's not, there's. 
it's not a good mention when you when when one of your players say they they can't try and play in the biggest tournament, one of the biggest tournaments of the year, it's because right, they uh yeah. they've got a sponsor outing. Then it makes you know no no sponsor wants them to sound like they're holding a player back from greatness, or that they're prioritizing yeah the branded outing over the national championship. So. PWDs, it sounds like he has a back issue. I don't know. He's always got a back issue. I don't want to doubt him on the back issue. Like, that sucks. It, you know, it, that can come up anytime. Uh, other news coming out of it. Xander, who's top 10, top 5 player, uh, played with Morikawa and Ron this morning. Pointed words about the arm lock. Pointed words. Very. You might have to start a- asking the uh, Mike Davis, the shirtless this- shapers. I'll tell you what. The the questions are coming. These comments, before you read them, might make up. You know, it might make me forget about the CT test. Xander's gotten really subtly very, very, very good with the press for a while now. Like, he's very, he's, he's, he gets irritable. And, and, you know, he's Xander, so he says it kind of calmly. But he's, he's been great. Uh, I know press conferences are all much discussion now, but I get a ton out of watching Xander. Uh, here's what he said. I had to see what the craze was about on the arm lock putting. I do feel funny, obviously being a top 10 putter on tour, switching putters or style of putting. Guy is already good putter. I guess his coach was trying to dissuade him. Like, what are you doing? Like, don't tinker. Like, why are we doing this? He goes, quote, straight up. It's better, Period. It's easier, period. It's more consistent, period. You can flinch your hand, but you can't flinch your whole left arm. It takes the stress of putting out of the game. Putting is so stressful in golf. Obviously, hitting shots and chipping and all kinds of stuff are difficult, but your putts are what give you the score on the card. Putting has ruined people's career, and it has helped people's careers. I think putting is an art in our game, and when you can lock it into your arm or anchor it to your body, it kind of gets rid of that. Pretty good. Pretty, it's pretty, pretty good. He, it, what else did he? I think he said, you know, uh, he's like, yeah. So I think it should be banned, but you know, what the heck? I got to try it. He straight up said it should be banned as well. I don't have that quote, but he said that. Pretty good stuff. I mean. Put it all out there. You know, it's one thing to have the town crier shaking his bell and shouting it out into the ether. It's another thing to have a top, top, I don't know top, what Xander top is five now, player, player that just world, recently or? switched to it too. That just this top ten putter, just a, like straight up. It should be illegal, but I'm trying it because I think it's an advantage, and I'm going to do it. So uh, that seems like that is going to be continued to be. Did a you notice in the NCAs? There's a few. You know, I saw some arm young arm lockers. No, uh, I mean, when they ban this, who's going to fly off the handle most? Webb, Dick Boy. <laughs> That's a good one. You came for me in 2014, whatever it was. I come for me again. I, it'll be, it'll be, the, it'll be the last boy, we Zalatoris? see. Of, uh, you, Zalatoris would be. I mean, there's there's some there's some skeletons Go in that closet. <laughs> you I mean, there might be there might be bigger skeletons in that closet than any other closet. You open that door. Like stuff that stuff that is not safe <laughs> to show on national television. 
<laughs> I think I think everybody saw a little uh, of it. I have the nothing walk else. Oh. Years ago. Yeah, at LA. Yeah. You have anything else on the memorial? I mean, it's an eighteen. It's not even an eighteen hole update. It's bring a, the fur. Bring the furrow drakes back. You know, they're gonna be Friday. Will be. A, I mean, Jack should, like, what the hell? He, nobody's going to tell him not to do anything. He should be out there just setting it up as penal as possible, pulling all sorts of tricks with them, you know? Bring stymies back for a week. I don't hey, know. I'm going to actually make it. I officially so. forgive Xander for the, the, the hot driver. This failed... What, how the comment makes, made my so, day. So forgiving. It's great. It was very good. I, I think we'll probably get more pointed comments, even as... I don't know. Xander's not yet to that place where he can... If it like I don't know. Speeth says it. Rory says it. Xander... Though, I thought I Rory said something as as any of them, I pretty think, pointed about, you know... Yeah, I think you might. Be I think right. Bryson's so in Rory's right. head. He's more in Rory's yeah. head than anybody else. Rory is one under through two, so there you go, two holes. Man, I Good should should have picked Rory this that. week. Most useless update of the week, right there. Um, all right, I don't have anything else in Memorial. I. I gotta be honest, I'm not too. It's a great field. I'm not like I'm just more into the primetime golf. I'm more into. Well, I mean, the the simple fact is, like this is this is where I think I have qualms with the PGA Tour, you know, and their their quest to you know give us three thousand golf tournaments a year, you know. (laughs) Is that like this is a perfect week to have an off week? Like the game is in a better place. If the U.S. Women's Open is the only tournament this week, they should make yeah. it a Monday finish. I'm a and, and this and this, the, week, this week should be right. about you know celebrate like it's just good. All it would be good for the women's game. It would be good for golf in general if if you just just take some weeks off. Scarcity well, is a beautiful thing for a product. Oh, number one twenty. Number one twenty-five needs to make one point two million. There's just too many people picking at the. <laughs> just wait. Just wait. Five years from now, so there'll be this, instead this, of fifty sort of tournaments, there'll be TV. sixty-five. Just opposite field events, left and there'll right. There'll be JJ Henry. will still be playing tour the circuit. I think this sort of gets the. That athletic article from a, a few weeks ago about how you know strength in numbers negotiate the TV negotiate TV deal with the LPGA, but like I get that they're trying to help the LPGA in that point, but then like if your self interest also plays into the point where like you're taking ninety nine percent of the the pie, like how helpful are you being? And I think like this week we're gonna see it. I don't know. Maybe we won't see it, but if there's more bad weather at Memorial, like 
are we going to start running overtime? I guess Friday would be the only time, right? Because you're going to have this afternoon wave of these studs, like whoever's going out late, Spieth is going out late, or I'm sorry, it'll be it'll be Morikawa. The guys who finished early today will be out there late Friday. Do they go off the air for the U.S. Women's Open? Where does that go? Like today they were showing reruns during a rain delay when they could put the U.S. Women's Open on TV. And I get the contracts are rigid and all that, but it's like the tour needs its four hours of exposure. And it could be that exposure could be a two-year-old or one-year-old tournament than a rain delay. But I, I don't know. It just feels this like... Is, Brandon, this is this is what we agree I, I to. I get that they, you know, rising it lifts, lifts all boats, but... Yeah, yeah. I get that they lift all boats in some sense, but I don't know. Just get out of the way if it's a major and, you know, it's it's a rain delay, tape delay. So, all right. All right, had some technical difficulties here late on a Thursday night. Just what we needed. Here. <laughs> East Coast time. Uh, we're going to continue running through the schedule. We're done talking about the arm lock putting. Uh, at the Rex Hospital Open, Andrew Novak leads. He shot a 10 under 61, also suspended due to rain in North Carolina in June. Who would have thought it? Novak, all I saw, only thing I saw about this tournament was he was born. He was born at the Rex Hospital. Really? And now he leads the Rex Hospital Open. I think he must be local. So the most shotgun start back. I don't know. If that's ever happened before, that a, a winner was born at the sponsor's uh, premises. I don't know if somebody's born in the back of a BMW or a, I don't know, what, whatever else, maybe a waste management dumpster. I don't know. Or, or the gar- I, I don't know. But uh, Andrew Novak would be fantastic uh, if he won the Rex Hospital and he was born at the Rex Hospital. All right. And then NCAA's Pepperdine wins. They beat Oklahoma, the Burley Boys. We're no match for the Malibu boys. Um, the bucket boy. Yeah. I, I mean, for Oklahoma, I don't even want to get into any serious analysis of it, but like they're two horses, Quaid or quad, as you call them. I mean, he got dusted by a very, very like an awesome player, William Mao. And uh, Garrett Reband was searching and he lost like they like two of those five those two lose it's you know gonna be an uphill battle i, I thought the freshman right well did well the, the lorenz the guy lorenz, who was kind yeah. of basically all ended up hanging on at the end uh did fine i know he kind of gave it back but the burly boys were, were no match or i think it's only a burly boy at this point yeah Although they're all right well right big he's a big boy they, well, they got some guy on their bench. They had some guy on their bench that was the burliest of burly boys. <laughs> he was like a redshirt senior. I forgot what his name was, but he he was was beefy. I wish that's who they should have been putting in there instead of rebrand. Yeah, I mean, I, it's hard to. The guy just qualified for PGA Tour University. Like he's playing. I mean, he's like. And total, like a great player, but yeah, he he was lost this week. Bad time. Um, any did Greyhawk redeem itself at all in the final? No, match? it was terrible. <laughs> I th- I saw Lance Ringler's tweet. This is so good. It so. was it just. I, this is paraphrasing. It was like you know the the everything ran so smoothly. It was the parking. Such, yeah, the parking, parking was, was great. great. The infrastructure was great. It was the best it could be. But you know, just the vibe and the setting were a little off. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, 
Other, you know, other was- than the the place the championships played on, every everything was great except for you know the 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 thing that the championship is uh, staged on. You know, everything's great about the NBA finals, the stadium, getting in and getting out, the 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 um you know, parking's great. But the one Good thing concession. was that was that the floor was wet. <laughs> oh, that's a good analogy. Maybe taking it to extreme, but I appreciate it. Uh so that was that's that's late Wednesday. That's like two days old now. But congrats to the waves. Pepperdine Waves and their coach and everybody involved in the program. The, the, you know, the little engine that could up there in Malibu. Oh, I love so. how they were framing it like, you know, this is a Cinderella story. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, this is, this is a high-end school in Malibu, California. Like, oh, like, you play golf? Do you want to come play golf for my our, our university in Malibu, California? Like, they did make it sound like it was like South Dakota State or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like, like the like little that, engine you know? that could, you know, Pepperdine yeah. Yeah. out there. <laughs> Unbelievable. It, it's just, <laughs> yeah. I, I right. you know, I don't know, and I just, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not going where I, where I thought about going. Don't rain on the. <laughs> Seems like you want to go somewhere. No, I'm, I'm not going there. Fly? Yeah. Okay. All right, on the minor league golf tour, Sonny Kim won. We're uh, we're doing results like this that are was it went seventy six? I thought it was seventy five. It's for eighty three. Who's gonna get eighty three first, Sonny Kim or Tiger? That could be the game within the game here. Sonny Kim's got a long ways to go to catch Tiger, but <laughs> you, you know, God, the longevity I, down there is incredible. I don't know what what. How you could just keep going. We should do something like that. We should talk to him. How, how do you chasing 80? Yeah. You got 75, win 75 today on the minor league golf tour. Uh, all right, let's go to Ion Olympic. This is the fourth installment in this series. We are now at Olympic. The final installment, uh, the fourth and final. We are choosing Megan Kane. We waited a little bit. See how the leaderboard shook out. She is there in the top 10. She is this the only American? I think it's the only American we've done. We did Yuka, we did Chen Chen, and we did Mel Reed. So it's a very global, Ion Olympics, very global uh, series. It kind of fits, um, the, fits the game at large. Yeah, that's true. So tell us about, uh, you know, it's brought to you by the USGA. Go to uswomensopen.com. Sign up for the Victory Club. Uh, I, obviously, I think we've talked plenty about, I would suggest downloading the US Women's app open app that for me has been the best leaderboard on my phone that I've gone to this first day. Uh, they've really stepped it up there. It's, it's almost a facsimile of the men's, uh, the app for the men's. So like in terms of content leaderboard, you know, they feature groups now. So I, I would recommend that. And obviously uswomensopen.com is kind of where you want to be checking in all weekend. What do you have on my Megan Kane here? Well, for our last eye on Olympics. I'm going to have to say that I'm uh, I'm battling some technical issues here. My my computer. No, no, it's not. It's just not letting me use the internet really at all, for, except for this video call. My 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 browsers are really letting me down right now. Um, I can I can paraphrase. There's a no! great there's a great Come Randall on. Mel story. It's the best story ever. Well, I just Literally I just American uh, dream. 
It is the American dream, and I, uh, I'm legitimately flying blind right now because I, I don't have yeah. notes. I can't access leaderboards. My, this is the technical issues that we're experiencing revolve around my browser just turning to a green, blurry screen. Um, okay. So, all right. So, Megan Kang, obviously American. She grew up in uh, in Massachusetts, in Boston, up near Brookline. You know, typically you would look at this and say, "Oh, this was just a uh, you know wealthy northeastern girl, right?" Yeah. But there's yeah. her backstory, and more importantly, her parents' backstory. So, so much different. Um, her parents are originally from Laos. Laos, I think they they're Laosian. I think that's how you pronounce Laotian. the name. Yeah, yep. uh, the nationality. Um, and you know, obviously, there was a you know a kerfuffle with them in in Vietnam um, back in the day. Kerfuffle, otherwise known as the Vietnam War. <laughs> like I said, paraphrase. Like I said, paraphrasing. All right. All right. All right. I don't remember all the details offhand. Do you want me to help? You want me to I do, think I, I mean, need some help because I'm paraphrasing. Right. So this, her her parents are in this like battle zone, you know. And her whole family is in this battle zone, you know. The they decide that they have to escape. They need to get across the Mekong River to Thailand, where yes. then there is you know uh, you know refugee camps and all sorts. And there was a process then of getting you know into other countries such as the US, the UK, Australia. Um, and they decide they need to go. And the only time they can go is in the cover of night. Um, you know, days before, you know, just to give you the idea, their their town that they lived in was in the middle of this. Like they were they were bombed like a couple nights before, you know, her her aunt died with, you know, one of her or you know, her parent her dad's aunt aunt died with one of their his cousins in her arms, like protecting yeah. her from a from shrapnel from a bomb. You know, it's just a wild, wild tale. Um, you know, they got twelve of them got on a boat that was built for four, I believe, and and um, you know got across, got across the river the at night. Yeah. Um, because we didn't have birth certificates, we didn't celebrate birthdays. We really, yeah. we didn't really know our birth dates. I was born in the growing season in 1967. Again, this is a Randall Mel article because I remember the gunshots holding onto a boat for dear life when we left Laos. That's about it. The trees would shake for hours with rockets exploding. Um, obviously, like uh, I think, you know. So it was like a midnight escape to get over the Mekong to Thailand. They fled retribution uh, the the Himan endured for helping Americans. So they're helping Americans fight the communists in Southeast Asia. And so they were trying to avoid this retribution. They escaped in the middle of the night. End up in Boston. I, I so uh, they got there and skim this on the fly. No, no, they remember? I remember okay. a lot of it. I remember the okay, be- I ahead. don't have the I don't have the quotes. But, okay. you know, I remember some of them. I have one quote that I sent a friend that I can pull up on my phone. Um, yeah. So, but anyways, they, they got, uh, they got, you know, some of the family, like four of them, got in the, you know, the U.S. line. That was it, like, off the start. Eventually, a year later, they all met up there. Um, his, his mother, so her mother and 
father were both refugees and they were parts of the same tribe. Um, but that was, it was really, really frowned upon to, you know, be part of the tribe. And, you know, I think her dad's name was Lee, if I remember correctly. Lee lived in, you know, they moved to Brookline, Massachusetts, this extraordinarily wealthy area. You know, it was where they got sent to. And that from there, as like a kid, you know, he was, he did tons of odd jobs. He was, you know, really hard worker. Um, you know, he, there was tales of like, you know, he's really embarrassed because his family was on food stamps in this extremely affluent neighborhood. Um, and over time, like, you know, he became pretty successful, but one of the things that happened was that he wanted to date his now wife. And that was extremely frowned upon. His family was like super opposed to it. Both sides of the family, like took their kids aside and were saying, Hey, if we were back in Laos, this, you know, I'd kill you. You know, this is completely off limits, but eventually like they just, they just said, fuck it. They, you know, (laughs) And they then, ran away, did like a hit. Yeah. They got married, right? Kind yes. Of, it, and the families secrecy. became okay with it, you know, after they yeah, saw they that they were like be. making a good life together. Um, now, enter in uh, Megan, and her dad's like, you know, doing the work, you know, everything. He was an auto mechanic. Uh, yeah. He was an auto mechanic for a while. They, they settled on like a nine hole course, like yes. at Rockland, Massachusetts, a nine hole golf course, Spartan. Of course, not the country club, not, you know, Brayburn. Some of the, it was like a Spartan course. And like, he just started taking up the game a little bit, right? Yeah. He has no he money, learned, never so, played golf, doesn't know what golf is, I don't think, when he arrived here. And everybody talks about how uber talented he was at everything when he was growing up. He was the best at everything. He didn't know how to do anything, but he would immediately become the best at everything. He is now he's Megan Kang's swing coach. He's been his her swing coach forever. He learned it through shuffling through golf digests and YouTube like videos. Tips, tips articles and magazines and YouTube videos. And I think at age 11 or 12, Megan Megan's 11 or 12, he quits his job full-time and his wife then beca- becomes the full-time income earner, I believe. And I, I apologize she's again. She's a teacher. I, this is not ideal. I need, but she she's an elementary school teacher. And um, yep. so yep. she becomes the full-time you know, breadwinner for the family. And, and he becomes Megan's full-time golf coach, caddy, and uh, as they say, mental coach too. You know, there's these great stories about how like, you know, her dad will would say, "I hate you because you're just like me. You're stubborn, you know. Like and yep. and and then the mom, in many cases, is the mediary of this of this relationship. Um, sure, that's how this happens a lot. I, I think from what I've what I've gathered with junior golf, especially on the the girl side. So um, it, it's kind of insane that just from reading magazines, it's not it's like we hear about like players who don't have coach or just work with their parents, but like." This wasn't like a guy who grew up playing golf himself or had like grew up around teachers himself. Like he just came here and figured it out with magazines and YouTube videos. And Megan, obviously, like that's not discounting. Like obviously most of it's done with her natural ability. Yeah, her talent, her dedication, her hard work. But, you know, this whole thing, you know, she he caddied for her for years. Um 
you know, and uh, now now her caddy is actually nicknamed Rain Pants. Why? Because like, he just he, wears rain pants. Always or? wears pants. That's no matter what. Creative, but okay. I know it's not the best. But, well, so she she's like she could go anywhere for college, right? Mm-hmm. And she just decides. I, should, pro. I think someone said like, "Hey, you have the talent. If you want to go pro, you want to make some money." She like goes to Q school, gets through Q school in 2015, starts as a rookie in 2016. Her dad's caddying for like, does pretty well like off the bat. I I want you know, competitive at least. One quote that I have down from yeah. when when Lee was you know kind of like establishing his you know talking about establishing life in in America that I thought was just the greatest quote. I loved yep. it. And I think it's so true is you learn things more quickly when you're trying to survive, when you're in an uncomfortable environment. And it's just like you figure out how to do shit when you really yeah. need to do shit, you know? Yep. And yep. It, like it, it, it's always easy to ask for help. But when you don't have anybody that you can ask for help, you've, that's when people really are resourceful and figure out how to do stuff. And this is a well, guy that just learned how to figure out how to do stuff and just figured out how to do stuff his whole life. Yep. 12 of the Canes shared a sponsored home, three-story house near the Boston College campus. Think about the incongruity of that. All those pampered, spons- pampered spoiled little uh, fucks that go to that college, like <laughs> me. Not calling Dave and Emmy names. And they like there they are, make, escaping via the Mekon River. Uh, you know, over the Mekon River, dodging bullets, and now you have Megan here in the top ten in the national championship. It is like the American dream. Gets in through Q school first time. Obviously, like you know, I don't know if she found instant success, right? No, mm-hmm. you know, she hasn't like she hasn't broken dominant. through. She hasn't had a yeah. big win. Her biggest check uh, to date was last year T five at the U.S. Women's Open. I think she made two hundred twenty five thousand. On her career, she's made over two and a half million. Um, as of like last year, it was like two point four. I, I don't know exactly the number. I can't can't remember. Um, was on the Solheim Cup last time, so I mean, like she's got she's consistent, you know, consistent enough, contending enough to be one of you know United States top twelve players in twenty nineteen. Um, she's got one top five in. 28 major championship starts last last year's u.s women's open and uh i i read an article from like the rockland times or something i think it was the rockland times and they were talking they were talking about like this was the this it was written right after the u.s women's open this is like the first everybody in rockland knows this story but this is the first time that it was really out on the national stage it was just kind of pretty cool you know yeah yeah that's your last eye on olympic uh apologies no it's fine read randall mel's article at golfchannel.com you know i just as a postscript randall is no longer there hey maybe it's good to have some people out there telling stories digging up you know these incredible backstories of people so when megan kane pops in a national championship like this and you know she's not a new face she's not brand new it's nice to have people who are on that beat and have done that work and you know i Having writers, having beat folks around, you know, is helpful. It's not all live rights, so I'll say. Well, you know, it's, it's nice. Also, this is like one of the rare times that I read a Golf Channel article that you know, it, it, you know, everybody, everybody there does a lot of good work. But this is one of the few like 
they don't have a lot of non just basic newsy articles. This was a this was an article that had like real soul. To it's it, like you know Southeast Asia history lesson too. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, all right. Thanks again for uh, Ion Olympic indulging those. Obviously, that is someone to root for, follow, and kind of dig more into her story over the weekend and over Friday. So, all right. Anything else? Sign just got just got to fix this computer. I guess see what's going on. You got you got desk chair arms that will raise. You can figure that one out. Now you just got to get the browser. The this is really this is way. really a uh, it's a tale of t- two parts of the pod, like the highs and yeah. lows. You know, you yeah. figure out how to adjust your desk chair arms, and then your uh, your internet browsers just craps out on you. All right, everyone, enjoy your weekends. We may be back. I think with uh, we'll probably do an IG live, maybe do a Saturday night podcast. With Andy's internet, but computer works. Uh, setting the scene uh, for the U.S. Women's Open, but uh, otherwise, enjoy your weekends, and we'll talk to you soon.